0: Alright. I am pumped. I don't know about you. I'm so excited. I okay. Um, I am going to preface this with I tried to keep my research fairly surface level so that I didn't end up making a mini-sode into a full-on episode about just something that
1: we enjoy. Which we totally could. Yeah, but we could do that in the past. In the In the past. In the past. <laughs> Time travel. <laughs> we're getting a little too involved in this time travel stuff.
0: Well, the only reason I didn't want it to be a full episode is because what we're talking about isn't actually coffee or tea related. It's just mm-hmm. something we both enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> um, so maybe we'll make a separate podcast all about this thing. But today we are talking about Cottage
1: core. I'm so excited. Oh, um, this is going
0: to be great. And I know that we have mentioned uh, cottagecore a few times, so we thought that maybe it was time to, like, actually explain what we're talking about for people that might not be familiar with it. I think that's probably smart. hmm Um, so let's go back to the basics of cottagecore. Uh, cottagecore is an aesthetic. And then you might ask, okay, but what's an aesthetic? So... What's an aesthetic? <laughs> um... Vogue magazine. Aesthetics are apparently big enough for like Vogue magazine and New York Times, by the way, which are some okay. of my sources. Yeah. Um, Vogue magazine said the first definition of aesthetic comes from the 1700s, meaning the science of sensory perception. Over time, the definition became more about the appreciation of beauty, where aesthetic could be a stand in for visually appealing. Uh, okay. And actually... The Vogue article goes on to mention Anne of Green Gables, which is one of our all-time favorite books.
1: Yeah, mine You is. mean this book right here? This book? This one right here? That's annotated by you? Yeah, it is. This one is so lovely. Half annotated by me.
0: Because <laughs> I didn't finish my copy. <laughs> um, I got, we both have a copy of the children's this is what was part of the children's literature, by the way, from Barnes & Noble, the leather-bound copies. And this is Anne of Green Gables by L.M. Montgomery. Um, <laughs> but there is a part of Anne, and Gre- Anne of Green Gables where she... I forget who the character is that she's noticing, but she just comments that somebody's aesthetic is noticeably developed. Hmm. So, basically, to put it in layman's terms... Uh, an aesthetic basically boils down to just the general appearance of an era, an area, a fashion style, your lifestyle, your habits, kind of like an all encompassing, a lot of different aspects of day to day life and the properties of your life or the way you're living or the way you dress that might match a certain mindset. So, some examples of popular aesthetics right now, depending on the season and popular media, are cottage core, royal core, regency core. Dark academia, light academia, and then they get there's a lot of specific ones like there's pirates, technology related, Disney, art, indie, all kinds of different things.
1: I want to take like an in-depth fashion quiz to find out what my actual aesthetic is, because I know Mm -hmm. what aesthetics I like, but I think my my own aesthetic is somewhere between like switch girl. And I don't mean like girl that switches. I mean, like a girl that plays switch. Mm -hmm. like like the game like 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 the gaming system a switch girl is a very specific thing for those that are listening and are not understanding what i'm saying (laughs) (laughs) i feel like it's somewhere between that tomboy and also cottagecore i would also give you at least
0: a little bit of not like the atmosphere but the practice of academia I was also thinking that, but I need to know more about academia. All right. Well, I mean, if you want, we could record a fourth mini-sode today and go find that quiz. <laughs> I would be down. Okay. All right. Next mini-sode. We'll be back. Um, so, item number two on my list. What is cottagecore? So, the New York Times gave the perfect description to sum up the core of cottagecore. LOL is what I have uh-huh. in my notes. Um <laughs> as an aesthetic where tropes of rural self-sufficiency converge with dainty decor to create an exceptionally twee distillation of pastoral existence twee distillation i googled it twee uh is mostly british lingo and that just means dainty or pretty oh okay that makes sense yeah. but like that is the most academia definition of cottagecore i've ever <laughs> heard <laughs> We just combined my aesthetics in a sentence. Yep. (laughs) Um, Cottagecore was especially popular in 2020 because people were trapped in their homes and the world was shutting down. So why not let yourself feel like you're self-sufficient and safe inside your home? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. And as I've kind of hinted at, aesthetics can include a variety of aspects like habits or activities, clothing, fashion, and decoration. So... Uh, To help you wrap your head around what cottagecore is Here are some examples in each of those categories To know what cottagecore Actually is Okay <laughs> To get a better idea of how cottagecore feels Did you break, break bread in 2020? You and our listener? <laughs> I did Yes Did you feel awesome getting to make your own loaf from scratch Instead of buying a plastic wrapped package From the apocalyptically empty grocery store? I felt empowered Yeah, that's cottagecore <laughs> That satisfaction of, like, taking things from scratch and putting them all together. And, like, it helps. It's, like, if it's something that you could imagine yourself doing on, like, the American prairie or in an English countryside or, like, somewhere where you're just in your little cottage and you have a fire going and maybe you're drinking your tea and you're, like, baking yourself some bread. That's the vibe. Okay. It also applies to things like gardening, which, you know, in... Today's world, you can do in your backyard or you can do in your kitchen, whatever works for you. But bonus points for gardening because it also involves carefully tending to life. So lots of crafts, especially involving real flowers and that you foraged or from your walk through the local fields uh, also fit the aesthetic. So all that kind of like very natural elements, building things, tending to living things, that kind of vibe. I love that aspect, but I'm really bad at it. Same. So far, I've managed it with Some kitchen scrap as for fashion cottagecore tends to pull on natural images and pieces and lean into elements you'd associate with period pieces um but notably different from like regency and royal core so like regency core is like um the bridgerton and the fancier sides of pride and prejudice but pride and prejudice also kind of tends towards cottagecore in some aspects like a lot of these things are like combinations they're not like individual categories that are completely separate um so this is more like flowing skirts, natural whites, browns, greens, yellows, oranges, practical but fashionable shoes like a low-heel- low-heeled boot, uh, frilly socks, nothing too severe, uh, very light gold or silver jewelry like the really dainty skinny kind of little mm-hmm. band rings or like dainty little wire work for your earrings and lots of imagery having to do with mushrooms, flowers, leaves, fruit, and bees.
1: This is This sounds amazing
0: right i love good. like this is my whole vibe. you've
1: described your entire aesthetic you literally live up to this <laughs> I it's <try>. honestly impressive
0: <laughs> i try my best not in every aspect like but it, when i can i try to work it in
1: yeah which
0: speaking of which now on to decoration which is one of my favorite parts because <laughs> i like i just like having things and putting them around um so the decor of cottage core very much matches like the neutral tones of fashion um and also a lot of nature vibes so a lot of greenery and like those oranges and yellows things that you'd find in like flowers mm-hmm. and fruits and that kind of thing not like electric blue or like super vibrant purple I mean those right. tropical flowers, but you know what I mean um <laughs> they also tend to favor natural uh, materials like wood cotton sometimes leather a lot of like exposed stone and brick walls could also work in a cottage core brick not mm. as much but it depends on what you put around it sure um, like if you've ever looked at an old cottage or brick house that's covered in flowering vines with a blooming garden or maybe a small pond out front and a comfy looking porch swing or rocking chairs on the covered porch that's the goal of cottage core i want to be there right can I be there? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're gonna get there. Okay. Um, actually, mom, my mom specifically, the well, and anybody else who watch Kiki's delivery service, Kiki's parents' house in Kiki's delivery service is what I picture for Cottage Core
1: yes that is such a good visual representation Mm -hmm. where it's like it has the outshot and it's the house and it's covered
0: in like all this greenery and there's just a bunch of growth around their house and then it goes into the greenhouse where her mom is making potions to heal the woman that's sitting there it's just like her daily potion thing that she makes for her it's just like that is that is the vibe Mm -hmm. if you need an example just go find that clip of kiki's delivery service and that's it um cottagecore can also involve some more natural replacements for the quid pro quo, which is kind of in the vein of what we were talking about before with a chamomile lawn, where instead of having like the standard green lawn, you replace it with chamomile. So you have like this natural growth and you walk around and it smells like chamomile and it's amazing. Or if you find like plants that specifically have
1: pollinators that they support and like that kind of vibe. That's funny that you mentioned chamomile because I pulled out a piece of paper to do pen tests on and it happens to have the chamomile rake on it. Well, we're bringing
0: it <laughs> back. <laughs> um, there's also a lot more to cottage core, but I wanted to make sure that I left room for us to try our cottage core drink that we made. So we have brought back the lemonade recipe that we use. So we're making our lemonade from scratch, of course, and we're adding uh, some simple syrups that we made. So I made a. I'm also trying to uh, reduce my sugar in a couple different ways. So I made a stevia. Strawberry simple syrup with a little bit of rosemary, and Ooh. Julia,
1: I made a blackberry simple syrup which took a whole cup of blueberry blueberries.
0: <laughs> it's <Impressive>. crazy. <laughs>
1: I a whole cup of blackberries, and basically, I literally just poured whatever container I found at Walmart into a saucepan, mm-hmm. and then water, sugar, boil it down, smush it, strain it, add it to lemonade. Yeah,
0: and now we're here, and mine and is a little here. bit. Watered down, so it's lost some of its pinkness. But I do have a picture for everybody else. I put a little rosemary and lemon garnish
1: on it. So mine is a very rich lipstick red, and it's it, it's beautiful. I feel like mine feels like um
0: like front porch in the summer, and yours feels like pond side in the summer, like on a picnic.
1: Mm-hmm. I chose you know? a mason jar with a with a handle to uh-huh. go with the
0: cottage core theme yeah I'm just in a glass that's fair Um, the only way this could have been more cottage cords if we grew the fruit ourselves (laughs) yeah Mm -hmm. alright you ready to try yes
1: oh it needs more sugar (laughs) (laughs) mine is good Uh. Mike tried this before I did and I don't know how he didn't make a face Mm. it tastes like I just threw up a little Oh. It's not good. Mike, how did you like this? He's in the other room.
0: <laughs> did you do the baking soda in yours again? No. Oh, I did. So my mine is, like, crunchy.
1: Oh, it needs more sugar. Mm. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Just going to casually add a whole tablespoon of sugar. <laughs> Okay, we're going to stir, stir, stir. I'm also,
0: the more I try mine, mine is not super lemony. Um, I probably added too
1: much of my syrup to it. But it's good. Mine is extremely lemony. I couldn't find, so, I had a hard time finding all of our new stuff. Uh Uh-huh. It was still really sour. (laughs) So I just found a recipe on Pinterest for homemade lemonade, and I Mm. cut it in half. And it's, it's just so much lemon. Oh. How much lemon was it? It called for a cup and a half of lemon juice. Oh, wow. And five cups of water. Oh, okay. So I did three quarter cup of lemon because that's what it gave me. Mm-hmm. And two and a half cups of water. And it's, it's just very strong. I'm also not a lemonade person. Well, see,
0: the lemonade recipe that we made before that you liked... It's a cup. Oh, mm. sour! A cup. I squeezed the rest of my slice in there, so now my hands are sour. Um, <laughs> it's a, a cup of water, and then ju- the juice of one lemon, mm. and then whatever sugar you want. So
1: that's a little bit better. I can tolerate that. It's really good with the blackberry, but blackberry is not a strong flavor if it's mm-hmm. not in a jam. Yeah. It's better to have a blackberry concentrate.
0: Mine kind of just tastes like a soda with the essences of fruit in it. Which I don't hate. But I could have made it stronger.
1: (laughs) You good? Yeah.
0: (laughs) Still very sour. She's making a lot of faces.
1: I just don't really like lemonade. (laughs) Well, You're making me retry things I don't like. Well, you liked it last time. I guess I changed my mind. Well, this is also just a different one. Yeah. Your
0: recipe was better than this one. Oh, well, it was not mine. Twas somebody's. I'll put it again in the notes. That way you don't have anybody else doesn't have to go find it. Okay. Um, but yeah. So yeah, anyway. Uh, you want to go figure out what aesthetic we are? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Sweet. Talk to you later. Bye.